Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and with me is... Tizzler, what's good, y'all? Back again with another episode. (laughs) My brother, Tizzler. And we are back this week. We are feeling uh, like husk after... (laughs) just all of our souls coming out while we were in uh dealing with e3 um and all that excitement but as usual we're gonna bring you a tight tight show today um we got some topics we wanted to talk about word some that you might be surprised about but we're not (laughs) gonna spoil what that is right now some surprised me that's for sure Um, And as always, at the top of the show, I'm going to remind you, uh, if you like what you're hearing or you would like to change what you're hearing, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. That's siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. No dots or spaces. And we would love to hear your feedback. Um, And you can find me at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21 on Twitter. And you can find me at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R on Twitter. All right, and with the business out of the way, tell me what's going on with your week this week. It's been a quiet week. It has. So because of E3 and how much news we had to cover last week, I didn't actually get to talk about uh, what happened in the Smash tournament, the first round. Um, So we also had the second round, too, so I'll talk about both. But the first round two weeks ago, mind you. And this is for Smash, just just in case that didn't come out. Smash (laughs) Ultimate. Um, So this is my first ever, like, smash like real smash tournament um and i i'm not gonna lie i went in maybe a little bit overconfident uh but the first game i played this really good bowser he did smack me (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately now it wasn't a blowout he didn't blow me out or anything but it i just don't this was bowser bowser not kid bowser yeah bowser like big boy um and that was the problem i think i'm really bad at like playing against heavies in that game just because i feel like with heavies like they hit so hard so you kind of just gotta like and but they're slow so you kind of just gotta like dance around them and like pick and choose the right times to hit like you don't want to trade with them and stuff like that so (laughs) i the first round was like uh i want to say he had one stock left uh when he beat me um so not too bad and then i won it i started off as wolf and then the second match i was like oh let me try counter pick his joker um so i picked joker he stays bowser um he actually picks uh animal crossing town and city map which for people who uh know has like a one giant platform in the center um which is really good for bowser because bowser has this like grab move where he like grabs you and then body slams you but he brings you like up and so he'll like body slam you on the top platform so that kind of <laughs> makes it easier to kill you off the top of the screen but anyway he kept doing that to me and it was really annoying um but i kept getting caught by it and so this time he starts off beating me kind of worse than the first time and it's like uh i'm pretty sure he gets me down to like one stock and he still has three but mm-hmm. then I'm playing as Joker, and Joker's, like, really good at comebacks. Uh, so I managed to come back one-to-one, but I have, like, a lot of damage at this point. And then he kind of just grabs me, body slams me, and I die. My heart Did was broken. Did you get any of these posted? Uh, not yet, but I do have I the recordings. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to decide whether I want to, like, voice over them or just, like, just play them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely post those. But then uh so that week went I by think you, i think you should definitely voice over i'll, pro- I'll probably voice over. <laughs> i'll do that um 
but uh my match goes by i'm like second or third um or no no we did this round weird so we were all in like our separate lobbies uh playing at the same time so it's a team match so it's like i want to say best of it's it's how was it it's best of five like matchups so like five different players playing um and i was like third or something but long story short one of my teammates won that round the rest of us like got smashed um so that was a bad round for our team but then this past weekend or yesterday actually at the time we're recording this uh we had the second round now this time i just wanted to redeem myself um so i start off as wolf again i come up against this dk another heavy of course so he's doing like heavy stuff just hit hitting me like three times and i'm at like 100 percent uh but I eventually pull it like it, it comes down to the third match. It's best out of three for each matchup. It comes mm-hmm. down to the third match. Um, I believe I believe I beat him the first one. No, he beat me the first one and then I beat him the next two. Um, so I pull that out in the last match. And then this is where it gets crazy. So I I believe the next match my teammate loses. Then the match after that my teammate wins and then the match after that wait what is that i win lose win (laughs) yeah so the match after that my teammate loses so it's tied up um and they have to go into this thing called an ace match where uh you basically pick a player from each team to go uh to go for a final best out of three Mm -hmm. so we have a really good nest player they have a really good nest player we're like yo (laughs) we want the nest versus nest so it goes the nest versus nets uh the dude on the other team's really good. He beats my teammate uh, the first match in the best out of three. Um, and I'm like, ooh, dang, this ain't looking good. So, But then <laughs> my teammate comes back, wins the second match. Uh-huh. And mind you, these are really, like, this is a really close match. Like, That's not like, what are the, what's the average length of these matches, would you say? As long as you can go, like, last person dying is, or when the last person dies, the winner usually is like on their last stock at like two hundred percent or something like that. Like it's crazy. Wow. Um, and then we get to the very final match. This was the craziest match I've ever seen in, in this game. Like <laughs> of a nest ma- of two nests. Two nests. Oh my god! <laughs> like it was neck and neck the entire match, and my teammate somehow just crazily pulls it out with like a hundred and fifty percent damage. His name is now Clutch. Yeah, it was the clutchest <laughs> thing I ever seen. So we win this. We ended up, or the team as a whole ended up winning this round, uh, best out of five. So we're now wow. two and two. Um, but yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, I don't know if uh, I'll probably play again next week as well, um, depending on if because there's only a certain number of slots. So I don't know if somebody else who hasn't played yet might want to play or something. Um, okay. But yeah, I'll keep i'll keep everybody posted on that for sure (laughs) nice (laughs) but um other than that uh i've been playing a lot of dauntless actually i went back to it so i had stopped for a while after i played it uh the first day it came out i was like yeah this is okay um kind of kind of dry it seems like but then i don't know what happened i just started like maybe i saw some dauntless or something but i just Mm -hmm. had the urge to play it again Mm-hmm. um so i i played it again and i'm like hold on i may have been wrong like when i first uh <laughs> when i first thought like it was just okay so the thing because yeah, i have, i have a similar feeling too so i'm curious i didn't mean to interrupt but i'm nah, curious about what you're about to say because i had i kind of like when i first played it I played for probably about 
two hours, maybe yeah. three. And I remember putting the controller down, being like, I'll come back to this when I feel like grinding. Right. So it is still grindy, but like I usually throw a podcast on when I'm playing or whatever. Um, I kind of like games where you can do that. But it's, it's, I've also been thinking about Monster Hunter a lot lately. And <laughs> it's so hard not to think about Monster Hunter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. This is a Monster Hunter ripoff. Like, this yeah. is what they're going for. Yeah. Um, but thinking about Monster Hunter, like, I love Monster Hunter. I put like 250 hours into it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the combat in Dauntless is just so, I feel like, much more tight and precise and like really? rewarding. Yes and okay this this probably sounds crazy but to me the the <laughs> combat in monster hunter and is very intentional from what i understand is like the combat monster hunter is like very like heavy and like it's clunky yeah it's clunky but yeah. on purpose like that's part of the yeah what they want to the skill ceiling to be because it would be way too easy if it wasn't see that's the thing that's that's where i have to disagree because monster hunter like the combat is always like really frustrating me like it's one of the few games where i ever like curse out loud of my tv <laughs> you know dude, I mean? uh, remind me if i'm wrong do you have a jump in dauntless yes you do but you don't have a jump in monster hunter right uh no you have to run off of like a cliff or right. something to jump right um and it's things like that like a, now a jump isn't too big a deal but it's more of like the way the weapons handle i feel like that bothers me and like so in monster hunter like take like this has happened to me probably so many times while i was playing but like say you're in a fight with like a I don't know, it's a big monster. I'll say like Nergigante or something. Okay. You're standing there, you're fighting him, you're hitting him. He kind of like, you know how you get locked into combos and stuff in Monster Hunter? Mm-hmm. So like, say you're using like a heavier weapon, you press a button, you, you got to wait for the swing animation. Yeah. Nergigante is 10 times faster than you, so <laughs> not even... Yeah. You're saying this is someone who fought him many times with a great yeah, sword, like an idiot. <laughs> so you'll understand this for sure. So yeah. he's 10 times faster than you, but not even in like an attempt for him to attack you. He just happens to move his body in your direction. Yeah. His body hits you. You go flying across <laughs> the, the arena, land on the ground. You stand up. Now you have to deal probably with this freaking stun mechanic where your yes. control is ripped away from you for like <laughs> 45 seconds. And mind you, Nergigante is still 10 times faster than you. So while He's you're pivoting on a dime, yeah, while you're mashing every button on your controller, trying in the hopes that you're going to get out of the stun, which you're probably not because I don't even know if mashing does anything. Um, Nergigante has enough time to charge up his strongest attack, fly across the arena, KO you in one hit from full health. All while you can't even do anything about it. Like, but I will say now, granted, that was just the example that you thought of. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I will say that having played Monster Hunter, uh, Nier Gigante feels like a a Nier Gigante is broken. Like, well, no, it feels it. like a point of change in the game because it, it's like right after you fight Nier Gigante, it's like okay, here's the other Elder Dragons, and they Nier Gigante is still the like hardest. The well yeah and it's like but <laughs> by far well, no 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 no. i will argue all day that kushaladora is the hardest hardest you just gotta throw his armor on and then you're good <laughs> those tornadoes do nothing after yeah that. but you have to fight him enough to get his armor that's very that's very true <laughs> and i'm like he just he just destroys me Kushala's like I, like i still he i probably have the lowest kill count on him because it's just fighting him just suck but right i'm saying that to say that like that was like a turning point in the game of like uh here's another echelon of difficulty 
Whereas, yeah, and- um, but I will say to speak to your point with Dauntless, I mm. will say that like I don't like in Monster Hunter. I was married. I was kind of married to the Great Sword, married to the Insect Glaive. Yeah, and for those specific reasons my greatsword would hold me down for regular clunky monsters and then when i needed to when i'm fighting like a near gigante and i need to move around i got my insect glaive yeah but i feel like in dauntless i feel like changing weapons is easier oh yeah because they want you to play every weapon yeah and it's like you don't have this because it's like you're married to weapons and monster hunters because you have this adaptive move set that changes with every single weapon and it's like do i really want to learn a new weapon set just so i can use a gun like so and i don't feel that in dauntless and that's kind of what i like about it right and the other thing with dauntless too i feel like the combat reminds me and i don't i probably make this reference a lot but it reminds me of dark souls more than uh dark souls yeah yeah like in the reason I say that is because in Dark Souls, you're more focused on positioning and dodging and timing of your attacks, whereas, like, and less so than combos. And there are combos in Dauntless, but there's, like, so little, like, compared to Monster Hunter that it's easy to memorize probably every combo in the game, pretty much. Right. Um, and so I find in Dauntless um, that because of these things like and because of how the monster is kind of designed like how the monster combat is designed you have much more control over like what you're doing with your players so like you can you're you can be attacking see a monster like wind up immediately press circle to get a like a quick instant reactive dodge um you have iframes in this game so you can dodge through monsters attacks um then like when the monster is recovering it's like you actually have a chance to get close to them to do damage whereas in like monster hunter a lot of times like you swing you miss you're just getting like hit no matter what right um so it's like hit boxes yeah the hit boxes are annoying (laughs) um but it's that's the main thing that's like been like keeping me coming back to dauntless is the combat um and the the grind is pretty 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 monster hunter it's pretty similar like you get monster parts and you just make weapons based off of them um so well, not glad, much difference I'm, there i'm glad you shared that because i i i might go back faster now than i would sure. originally because i yeah. it was feeling mundane to me it was just feeling like hack and slashy yeah and so i'm waiting but i saw like no. i told you oh, sorry, well, I, was gonna say, I told you i think i was getting to the point because i saw you know i'm fighting the first two monsters are yeah. kind of slow and then it's like the third one was like ch- ch- leaping around yeah. like a house cat and i'm like yeah. oh okay I guess it's gonna get yeah. harder now. <laughs> and this so. is this is my last point. Like the monster, like I think originally I said something like it seemed like the monsters were just reskins of each other. That's just like the first two or three monsters. Yeah. After that, they they start getting crazy. Like minor minor spoiler. There's this one monster. I don't know which it is, so it'll still be kind of a surprise. But he has this attack where he like summons like portals that surround like your character. And then he disappears and comes flying out of like different portals. <laughs> and it's, you know, oh, it's no. so crazy. Um, but yeah, the fights are, uh, they get really crazy. Like these are more like mythical creature fights as opposed to where Monster Hunter is like, they make okay. them more to be like animals, you know what I mean? Animals yeah. just in the wild. Like these are like divine creatures almost. <laughs> like, okay. Um, it's yeah. kind of like what I picture gods and monsters to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um cool. but yeah so that was pretty much uh my week a bit <laughs> longer than i usually go um <laughs> but uh how was yours 
my week was very short because just like you, I was like, I feel like I had life, the life vacuumed out of me trying to cover uh, the the, E3. E, the the little bit of E3, E3 coverage we did do. Yeah. Um, but um, I did, there were a couple of things I want to point out this week that um, have been, I guess, going on, but I haven't noticed till now. Um, uh, one thing that happens to me uh, when watching anime with friends or in your case, family. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people tend to skip uh, OPs, which is understandable. That's <laughs> not me. I, I'm not holding anything against you for that. I'm just not. I don't like to skip OPs. I like, especially if I like them. Like, Hold on, I'm quick just question. Let it play. Yeah. Are we talking every single episode or just like all together? Every episode, like every episode in a series. Like, I'll let the OP play. Okay. See, I'll let the I'll let the first episode play because I like hearing a new uh, OP for the first time. But then mm-hmm. I'm like. I've heard it now. I kind of just want to get to the episode. <laughs> like, I want to get through the episodes as fast as I can, like, just for the consuming this story and all that type of stuff. Exactly. And that's why I said I don't like One Piece, Dragon Ball. Uh, well, unless I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sing that song every time they Dragon switch Ball them comes up. On, yeah, but... I was about to say they switch them up at least. Well, I was going to say that brings me to my point. Jojo mm. switches up usually throughout the course of a season. They change the OP at some point. Right. Um, and the end and... song, right? Yes. And one thing that happened, especially in Stardust Crusaders, um, I don't know if you remember this. So that's why I say the comment of everybody doesn't watch all the time. But Mm -hmm. during towards the end fight of uh, Stardust Crusaders, when they're literally on their way to fight Dio, um, Mm. the opening OP gets to a certain point of the song and then it does Dio's time stop oh does it have you seen this i maybe i might not have noticed it so you know i would say you know how like the stardust crusaders is like they're showing all the the crusaders their stands and it's all like that we it's that weird 3d there's a point towards the end like three quarters of the way through where it freezes when dio and joe um Jotaro are facing off and it does the time stop and Dio the music cuts out and Dio you hear his footsteps as he walks around a frozen Jotaro oh wow and he yeah. says like he actually says like two lines i can't remember what they are but uh-huh. basically like your 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 efforts are futile or something yeah, yeah. like that along those lines and then it stops and then jotaro breaks the time stop and then the music starts up so oh, snap that's pretty cool saying that to say if you don't see that go back and watch it it's pretty cool but you need to see that that happens again in this new opening for, for part five so if you didn't notice the same song starts but about two-thirds of the way through the song mm-hmm. king crimson cuts the song out <laughs> oh wow and diavolo uh has about four lines that he says to uh giorno in the erase time and it has it has something to do with his stand okay. but i just wanted to point those out because i was like they did it i was like they did it so good because it works it works with king crimson stand and he talks about you know uh like basically you're stuck in here with me in the erase time yeah and like this didn't happen all that kind of stuff so wait so um, do they do that every episode like is now that they every... are oh, okay. they're doing it i think they i, I don't know if they that. did it last this they did it this past one i don't know if they did it the week before but i'm assuming they did it at the start of this big end fight okay that's happening now dang how did um, i not notice that yeah because you don't because you skip the op <laughs> <laughs> but i the only reason i noticed is because because i don't even like like i like the first um opening song for part five yeah yeah I don't like this one as much, but yesterday okay. I was being lazy, so I was just like, I'm gonna just let it play, and then it was like, Rrr? 
like it just stopped <laughs> and, and i was like, like whoa. whoa like i was like this is new so yeah. just pointing that out um that's pretty if dope. you can definitely watch the op all the way through um for the most recent episodes i am going at least now, once I see that. <laughs> yeah um and then i also caught up on shield hero um same i caught up on shield hero and attack on titan because i didn't realize i was watching attack on titan on, on hulu and not yeah. Crunchyroll, and it's an episode behind on hulu so i just uh, went to the crunchy roll and just caught up there i didn't realize it was on hulu too yeah so hmm. it seems like where i'm at now uh we've reached like kind of the end of our first arc yeah so i don't know it's up to you if you want to talk about that later in our anime corner yeah but why not i'll just say that uh shield hero continues to be in my opinion one of the best isekais if not the best isekai anime i've ever watched and... I'll, gi- I'll give it second best behind sword art <laughs> sword art is garbage <laughs> oh whoa 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 there would be no shield hero without sword art uh, sword yeah there, there would, would be no shield Zero, hero without sword Zero art. would exist and we could live on without sword art i nah, guarantee sword, you. wasn't sword art was literally the like one that made them all mainstream it was but it's also dragging the genre down no sword art is the best one sword so art is awesome. terrible so clash awesome. but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so with that um do you want to take us into some news and we can talk about more anime later yeah yeah so uh post e3 it ain't seemed like there was a whole lot so I just grabbed I grabbed these two articles specifically because um, I thought it was funny. So first, uh, did you hear that uh, EA said they did an interview and they said that uh, loot boxes were positive surprise mechanics? Um, they were like people people enjoy them similar to how they enjoy like other things like toys and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and they said there's no evidence of it being gambling or that it causes gambling addiction um so they're just so coming say, out are they arguing this. that this is like one of those like remember this is a throwback but remember those machines like outside of toys r us and it was like it, they would have like six stickers or six different toys and they'd be like oh like you don't know which one you're gonna get but oh yeah, you gotta yeah. collect them all and yeah. so like you put your quarters in every mm-hmm. week hoping you get a different sticker yep yeah, that's, that's that's the closest like real world like metaphor that i can think of for this yeah it's just weird like they're yeah he's being sketchy <laughs> like that's like, all i know what is their addiction to loot boxing why did money. they have the loot box so bad <laughs> money that's true <laughs> like that's all it is he is just being greedy but nah, my thing is like if, if y'all are gonna say this now why did you take out uh the loot box stuff out of star wars like immediately uh battlefront 2 like if y'all really if y'all think they're surprise mechanics y'all shouldn't have, well wasn't that wasn't up. that at that point wasn't that if they didn't remove that wasn't that gonna make the game illegal in like the european union nah because i thought all. that i thought that the issue was like the european union was saying it is gambling and we're gonna ban it from our countries and that's why they got rid of it in star wars specifically i think i don't know that that was that game um i could be wrong uh about that but i think star i thought star wars it was just like just outcry of like everybody was just smashing them with like negativity and like negative press um all because of the loot boxes and then they were like we're sorry we're like they basically like just stepped back on the whole thing um but now they're defending it again um but it, it was the other weird thing too was that they took it out of star wars but it's like even worse in like madden and fifa 
which are their like games that make more money. So right. I just I don't understand. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah business tentacles latching yeah. on. <laughs> but then immediately after I saw that news, I was scrolling through Twitter and I see this exact. He- Here's the exact headline: Family holiday ruined after kids spends all the money on uh, sixty five thousand MV bucks in Fortnite. <laughs> let that let that sink in for a second. What do you even need sixty five thousand V bucks to buy? Every skin that sounds man. outrageous in the game. <laughs> Buying all them skins, yeah. And Fortnite lets you do it. That's the thing. God, they all let you buy like up to like hundreds of dollars, like in a single bundle, like for no reason. Well, I'll say, what's worse, them allowing you to buy that, or recently they? Uh, I heard that the Telltale games are getting taken from, I think, the Microsoft store. Oh, um, are they? And they literally they put up Minecraft Story Mode, the most atrocious game ever made. <laughs> they put it on the store for not a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred, I think it was a hundred dollars. Microsoft for, put it on the store per episode of of the Story Mode of Minecraft, the Telltale game. No, they did not. They did. Microsoft because did this. to keep prevent people. They they have to leave it on the store, but they don't want people to buy it. Uh, why don't they want people to buy it? Don't they get money I don't from that? No, I don't know. That's weird. Business <laughs> is weird, man. So, but anyway, I've just thought about that when you said <laughs> you're like, why would they let you buy that much? Why do they do anything that they do? Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense a lot of the time. But it's so this only know. amounted to five hundred dollars um yeah yeah this was about five hundred dollars that's not too bad but but homie ruined his family's vacation like (laughs) well i was like this is different i know of a little girl on another show that i watched that Mm. i think it was 1300 she spent in the kim kardashian iphone game what yeah and they found out when they got the credit card bill (laughs) how how does this happen how do people let kid like usually you need a password or something to pay with a yeah. credit card like how and i think happening? what happens is that parents get tired of putting that password in why are they i just don't right I just, right i agree i totally agree with you because it's like if you're gonna I give them understand. an ipad either you give them itunes cards yes and you limit them you yes. don't attach your credit card yes. to their account it's There's, crazy or just hand them your phone with like nothing behind a password or anything like it's weird but I think, honestly, like, in your opinion, do you think, I think Fortnite is an addiction for children. I think, yeah, I think it's designed that way. They, there was a whole thing, like, recently where they, like, denied that it was, um, that it was designed to get, like, kids to spend money and, like, look attractive to kids. Like, um, they basically were like, Fortnite can be enjoyed by people of all ages and it's not targeted to, like, one specific audience or something like that. Um, but it's, like, obvious that they're, like they're trying to get kids to get adults to spend money um, right and they do <laughs> 500 dollars and a lot more in other cases that's, I'm like, that's sure. a cheap ass christmas your christmas was only 500 dollars <laughs> early christmas 
No, I'm just I'm thinking of like our Christmases. It was like your but our parents are probably buying two game consoles yeah. each Christmas <laughs> for <laughs> both of true. us. So I'm like, that's five hundred dollars right there. Yeah, actually. But yeah, it would be like Merry Christmas, enjoy your skins, son. <laughs> your skin. Hope hope you're flashy yeah. for the next oh year. I mean, to be fair, they are well designed skins, but they are a little overpriced. Um, that's crazy <laughs> but tell me about this next uh this next mobile news so this next thing i saw piqued my interest because it is the follow-up project for uh niantic the people who made pokemon go also um, rolling and, in money yes <laughs> and so their um the title of this article is harry potter wizards unite is the next step forward for augmented reality games um and as somebody who grew up uh literally bathing in harry potter (laughs) from the time that i was 11 probably until i was like 26 (laughs) um i'm curious about this because i'm just curious because i'm like what is the draw going to be because with pokemon it's like okay we have random pokemon littered around a map you're gonna catch them that's a basis (laughs) for the whole thing but you're a dementor snatching up yeah i'm like uh, are we gonna be fighting like are we gonna be like looking for fantastic beasts are Ah, we gonna just be snatching up wizards (laughs) you're throwing chains on them (laughs) (laughs) or or is it just like roaming random battles like running into other wizards to fight Mm. is what i'm wondering you gotta be collecting something though right I was gonna say with the intro, with the uh, introduction of Fantastic Beasts, mm. I think it and with the images that I'm seeing, yeah, um, there's some artwork for this article, and it just shows like they have like silhouettes of of regular people holding their phones, yeah. and then intermixed in those silhouettes are silhouettes of monsters like okay. ogres, dragons. Gotcha, gotcha. Um I see a Hagrid, I see some other wizards, so that could be cool. And from what I was able to read about the article, they were saying that um it's going to like take place basically after right after the 7th or 8th Harry Potter movie, the Deadly Hallows movie. The last one? Um yeah. Okay. And well, not the last one, if you don't count Fantastic Beasts, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last actual Harry Potter movie. Right, right. Um, and there's something happening with magic is being released into the human world. Okay. Um, and that wizards around uh, wizard, wizards around the world are going to be a part of the task of making sure that magic isn't discovered by muggles, like on a uh, large scale. Okay. So, uh, that all being said, I'm just curious as to how, what is going to be the, like, true augmented reality of this aspect other than showing, like, fantastic monsters. Maybe it's going to be like, oh, you fight a wizard, I'm going to recruit you to my cause, type of thing. Right. Like, out, just out in the world, though. Who knows? I'm sure it'll make hundreds of millions of dollars just like well all we know is that uh (laughs) gryffindor is going to be the biggest house (laughs) because it always is yeah yeah for sure and that's i just want to bring this up too because i got really into um the website the pottermore website that came out after the i think it came out after the last harry potter book maybe the last harry potter movie Mm -hmm. um where it basically had like a map system and it took you through various years of the story so you would start at year one 
Um, okay. And then you would go through the events of year one as in um, the first, the Philosopher's Stone, the first book. Mm-hmm. And then I got up to about like book five or six before I kind of like, I don't want to say I got bored, but I kind of just got distracted yeah. um, and didn't go back. But it was an interesting premise because it was like you come on, you get on, you start a profile, it asks you questions. And um, I always hate things like this that try to sort you by asking questions because usually <laughs> you can see through the, the questions. questions yeah and pick which one you want to go to right and kind of answer them based on what you what you're trying to get out of it mm-hmm. and with this one could not do that it oh, was wow. so hard um because they would ask you questions and like you think okay four houses there gonna be four questions and each question is kind of gonna be related to that the characteristics of somebody of in that house yeah no it was just like, oh, like one of the questions would be like, okay, you're walking uh, down a hallway and you reach a table and there's seven items on this table. What yeah. three items do you pick? It's stuff uh, like that. Okay. And so what ended up happening is that you have a bunch of people that at the time are adults. I was probably like 25, 26 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they're getting sorted into Raven House. Uh, Ra- uh, Ravenclaw. Yes, I'm sorry, okay. I was like Raven House. <laughs> Raven They're house. getting sorted into Ravenclaw House because Ravenclaw House uh, uh, kind of represents people of high intelligence. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which makes sense because we're adults. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, that like, we should all have high intelligence, you mean? Yeah, so like when you, <laughs> you, when you got... When I got through the sorting and you get to see the actual numbers because you had house competitions, yeah, and when yeah. you get to see the actual numbers, like Ravenclaw had... Way, way thousands more, more people than <laughs> all hilarious. the other houses and hmm. i'm like it was super frustrating because i'm like i'm a, like all my clothing is house gryffindor like i'm not gonna start <laughs> representing ravenclaw just because i got sorted into ravenclaw what would you um, get would so when you would take those like quizzes that were like which house are you would you try to like game them to be gryffindor or would you actually take them and be gryffindor well this one it's like i couldn't do that so i had to just take it and I ended up being Ravenclaw, but yeah, I'm always gonna shoot for Gra- uh, Gryffindor because one of <laughs> one of the cruxes of the story is that uh, when Harry puts on the Sorting Hat, and it's yeah. in the movie too, is that they want us the Sorting Hat wants him in Slytherin, and he's like, no, I want to be in Gryffindor. Yeah, and so I'm like, part of me is like, yeah, you can be sorted by your personality, intelligence, and uh, cunning as right, much right. as you want, but it's where your heart, it's where your will actually ha- wants you. Hmm, is where true, you end true. up so but anyway all that being Very said true. like um if this kind of like extends that pottermore experience i think it'll be pretty cool because pottermore was really interesting as far as a, a point and click game on the internet so you're definitely gonna try this out right i'm definitely at least gonna try it yeah or see yeah. what it's about because i'm curious i want to know is it out right now or is it not no i don't think okay. so but yeah, I, I got frustrated because I lived in an area when Pokemon Go started that was like rife with Pokemon just everywhere. And then I had to move and then there was just like no Pokemon around me ever. Oh, no, so, really? Yeah, like there's oh no, God. where I live now is like no Pokemon like within a reach, like a reachable radius. So I remember back I'm then there was like, like a lot of Bulbasaur, like only Bulbasaur and like, and like Pidgey. <laughs> Pidgey and Bulbasaur. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say Bulbasaur's lucky for me. It was like, it was like Pidgey, Caterpie, Oddish. Um, but the place that we lived before happened to be by water. So it was like, mm. you know, a lot of Squirtles. Yeah. 
I got a Dragonair. That's like my buddy right now. That's the one that. That's <laughs> the one I you. have tied to my character. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get that Dragonite. <laughs> yeah, got to. Was it like a thousand candies? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure it's ridiculous. Like I got that Gyarados, and I kind of just like, all right, game. <laughs> I got Gyarados. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Use mom's so credit many card. Magic no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was like, so <laughs> many magic carps, so many eggs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah. Harry Potter, y'all. Harry Potter. I still haven't seen Fantastic Beast either. The first one is good. Is the second? Uh, I haven't seen I haven't... the second one yet. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably get around to them at some point. Or is Harry in them without spoiling? No, because it <laughs> takes place in like the 1930s. So before Harry was born. Yeah, it's way. It's like Dumbledore is like in his 20s. Oh snap! Yeah, That's pretty cool. So they're all prequel. It's all prequel stuff. Alright, cool. But it's cool. really good. Like they really like fleshed out the world. And they got cool monsters. Yeah. <laughs> the monsters are the sweetest part. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, do we want to talk about this next guys, series of topics? Are we here? Guys, we're, we're going to talk about Zelda this week. We have arrived. <laughs> we have arrived. We have reached the mountain <laughs> peak, and we are looking out into the canyons before us. This is the final um, destination. We're looking at shrines in all the shrines and dungeons we just conquered. <laughs> <to> <laughs> the last to the top. <laughs> the last episode of the podcast. We finally. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is where this ep- this is where the show ends. Everybody, thank you. <laughs> Getting us to this 11th episode. This is all we've been doing. This we morning. wanted no, it to be 10. You know, it's even number, but E3. <laughs> yeah, just you had to get that E3 in there, and then Zelda, and then boom, we're done. All right, but. but um so just to fill you guys in uh the reason that we stretched this out so long is because i haven't finished breath of the wild but we wanted to have this discussion and i am literally at the end of the game um it's just so big and i don't want to like force rush myself through it to finish it just to talk about it so i think we're just going to talk about it and this i want to say is probably like more of a holistic discussion as opposed to um like a spoiler cast because there's not much let's be honest story in that game yeah and i'm like we'll build up to breath of the wild i just kind of wanted to talk about zelda in general yeah um because of course we got breath of the wild 2 coming and um i don't feel like uh just i don't feel like me and you brother have had this discussion yeah we um, haven't ever so i think think there's a lot of material here and it's Uh, crazy because my introduction to zelda was because of you and i've only like for a long time i was just playing your zelda games (laughs) 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 so it's like yeah it's about that time um but how do we want to how do we want to start here how do we want to so first thing i just want to go through what is your favorite zelda game my favorite zelda game is and it's very 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 close but i want to say since this was probably the first zelda game i beat um a link to the past um, all right and so very, now you gotta explain why because i would not have guessed yeah followed very closely by twilight princess i just want to say that um but by twilight princess yeah okay but the reason i i love link to the past is i don't know something about those gba games like they're they're just i guess Do it was you a t- like the 2d aspect of it yes i love it okay i, I love i love it really <laughs> Yeah, oh my but go gosh. ahead. <laughs> I love it. Um, the reason I love it is because it was like, um, one, the art was beautiful. Um, two, I think it was in like a time in my life where 
I was really like I really had a lot of time to play games and I was really like I guess I was still in that phase where I was like new in my gaming journey you know what I mean if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just the world is really cool um spoilers it's a very old game um but there's this really awesome like you think you beat the game but then all of a sudden a whole they they give you a whole new game to play through uh in the form of the dark world <laughs> mm-hmm. um and then you're hopping back and forth between the two worlds and it's just i don't know it's a really cool concept to me as a kid i I played through it probably so many times at this point mm-hmm. um i don't know it's just just everything about it. it's really hard to explain like just, i really like that uh 2d style of combat uh 2d adventure games um Cause that's what I was like. I always have to when I'm thinking back to stuff that I played when I was younger. I always have to stop for a minute and be like, "Am I am I looking at this through rose colored glasses?" Yeah. Because we were laughing the other day when you told me I couldn't stop laughing when you told me how much you love Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Yeah. Okay. Just one Ty, and, Taiwan, none of the other one. <laughs> and it reminded me. I was like. I had the thought in my head, I'm like, all right, what game do I feel like that about that if people, if I said it out loud, people would probably laugh at me. Do you remember Klonoa? I love Klonoa. What you mean? <laughs> okay, you won't, you understand, but I'm just like, Klonoa too. If you don't was love that Klonoa, game for me? you just haven't played Klonoa if you don't love Klonoa. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but Klonoa 2 was that game for me because I'm just like, it's just like, it's probably, to me, it's like, I guess kind of like a Sonic ripoff. But I was like, which genre is Klonoa? Is that a platformer, technically? Yes. Okay. I would call it a platformer, even though it's like primarily sliding. Yeah, in yeah. action. But yeah, it's definitely a platformer. But anyway. Klonoa's um, awesome. No, I don't think... I'm saying that to say I don't think that you're viewing this through rose-colored glasses. So I kind of respect that, especially oh, yeah, with no. this new remake that they did. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, so Link Between like, Worlds yeah because yeah. i was like i definitely might need to try it because i never played i might have played a few good. levels of yeah. link's awakening and i'm i'm probably gonna make a point about that when we talk about breath of the wild if i remember um but it, the other thing you know i how into like dark things i am so it's like a link to the past <laughs> yeah is, when you see shadow link you're like <gasps> yeah <laughs> tell me, what's that <laughs> a link to, i feel like a link to the past might have started that like no okay. lie. it either started that or that it's shadow like, that shadow form of yourself <laughs> yeah dark worlds and dark dark alternate realities and all that type of stuff i love that type of stuff nice um but yeah that's basically what a link to the past is about so um yeah but what's yours my, what's your favorite i would say i Ocarina. think you know what my fa- no no no, I, no wind waker you know what my I'm favorite joking. is yeah <laughs> am i right yes okay wind waker so a lot of people hated wind waker at the beginning which i didn't care um I like the change up in style. I love the colors. It was bright. It was open, which until that point, most Zelda games took place to me. In my opinion, most Zelda games took place in like dense forest and underground Mm -hmm. and caves and stuff like that. And I was like, all of a sudden, it's like you have this big open world with these islands and bright colors and these crazy looking people and creatures and Oh my god, like I still dream about the rock. Uh, I think that's what he's called. That the bird. Oh. The bird that like carries your sister away yeah. in the beginning of that that design was like gorgeous. It was awesome, yeah. Um, it, it still holds up today too, like 
it's beautiful still. Yeah, and not to mention, I played that game for literally six years. It took me six years to beat that game. <laughs> Five of those um, years were looking for the the Hyrule, uh, yes, the pieces, exactly. the Triforce pieces. I would say three or four, but yeah. <laughs> he um, finally gave in and got the strategy guide. <laughs> so yeah, and then that just kind of like I had played uh, up until that point. I don't think I had finished a Zelda game. I think I got pretty close to the end of Majora's Mask. Okay. But I hadn't oh, ever, Oh, wow, like, really? Not that's on my own. That's a tough one. Okay, I was about to say, yeah, that's actually like, a I tough had, one. On my own, I had never finished a Zelda game until okay. Wind Waker. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, oh, see? Yeah. No, we have that in common. So both our favorites are the first Zelda games we beat. Both our favorites are what? The first Zelda games we beat. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I got super hyped. So I think um, Breath of the Wild kind of marries that that Twilight Princess style with the uh, cel shaded style of Wind Waker. I would say Skyward like, Sword and Wind Waker. I think Skyward Sword did it first. Yeah, and Breath of the Wild okay. refined it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like Skyward Sword was still it had the more. Um, it had the it more, was cell shaded ish, but it wasn't like it was more serious. Looking. It was, but you know what? Skyward Sword had a painterly effect to me. Yeah, like yeah. it had like a That's watercolor a vibe yeah, to it. Definitely. That's a good way to put um, it. Um, but yeah, so that's my favorite. And then off of that, I'm gonna ask you what's your favorite Zelda villain or like iteration of a villain? Because we know there's like a bunch of different Ganons. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like two different Vati's, so Yeah, so I um I used to really like Vati, like just his design. Um mm -hmm. I still do. I think it's really cool. Um but I wanna say my favorite boss, and this is in terms of like the how the battle happens, like the music, like the the design, um, just all that is I think it has to be Twilight Princess, uh, Ganon by far. Mm -hmm. That to me is the most epic ganon boss sequence at the end of any of these games um i just think the way like again it's dark so that's awesome but i just think the way you go from like um i kind of forget what his first form was but then you go to his second form is like the giant pig demon where he, you're in this like huge like cathedral e looking room and like this giant pig is like just dashing around the room you're having to dodge him and fight him <laughs> and then you beat him there and then the coolest like set piece ever like it's like you're in this barrier like everything around you is like in ruin like burning and whatnot ganon with like the this awesome bright glowing sword just like gangster walking towards you like <laughs> slow walking towards you this super dramatic epic boss fight mu uh, music playing in the background and you just have this like awesome sword fight like sword to sword fight with ganon for the final uh final battle and it's like yeah it's to me it's like the dopest thing ever uh but yeah what uh what's yours uh i was caught i do love a ganon not gonna lie mm. but i was caught between um vati and zant okay but yeah, i really I like really too. really love vati okay are um, we talking I, uh vati is four swords right uh i believe he's four swords my uh fight with him was oh my god minish cap 
Oh, he's in Minish Cap too. Yeah. So, okay. and that's another thing. Minish Cap was my first GBA Zelda game. Okay. And I adored it. Like it was Wait, amazing. You just said you didn't like the two D. Oh, is it? But I'm like, I'm trying to think. Do I really? It's, classify it's more colorful. It's one hundred percent two D. It's just more colorful than uh. Yeah. Going to the path. That's true, and it, it's. I think it's a generational thing too. Mm-hmm. Like it looked but, a little crisper. Crispier. Yeah, but as far as like, well, I hadn't sworn off 2D games at that point either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but at that point, at that point in time, yeah, Minish Cap kind of blew my mind with the whole like, okay, here's a level that you did regular mm-hmm. size, but when you get the Minish Cap and you shrink down, there's a whole another level here you didn't even know was there. Minish Cap was an awesome game. Um. So yeah, Vati from that. Um. And I drew. I drew Vati a lot. So Did you? I think that's part of the reason I like his design so much. <laughs> his design is awesome, and his little like shadow form he goes into with the eye, and he has like the the, yeah. the two like shadow arms. Yeah, Vati's cool. Fight that that boss fight was. I felt like it was never gonna end in Minish Cap. Do you think uh they'd ever bring Vati back in like a three D iteration? Give him some love. I would like them to. Yeah, I would too. That'd I think he doesn't get it. Like I feel like with Breath of the Wild two, we're gonna get another. Uh, another iteration of Zant, but yeah. I would really like to see Vati somewhere. But I don't know. Who knows? He might make another appearance if they do another smaller game. Yeah, yeah, I hope so for sure. Um, yeah. What but else? yeah. So and then uh, we already said favorite game, and then I'm like, what's your favorite like aspect of the games? So this is interesting to me. Um, so. I always see Zelda as like a puzzle action adventure game. Um, the puzzle is probably my least favorite <laughs> aspect. I'm, yeah. I'm not a puzzle person at all. But see, and that's why I think the 3D space makes it all come together for me. Because, yeah, solving puzzles in the 2D plane yeah. seems more challenging than like these puzzles we're solving in Breath of the Wild, where it's like you can look around and up and behind you see see how things go together i'm the opposite with this because i feel like in the 3d games you have like because you have that extra dimension it's like an extra element to all of the puzzles like an extra element of thought like am i missing something above me or below me like that type of thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah puzzles puzzles my least favorite but i want to say my my most favorite aspect and i don't know how much sense this is going to make but like just the like the adventure of it like the like zelda kind of makes you start you always start kind of very small and then you're you're tasked with going on this like huge grand adventure and they really do it i think a good job of making it feel like an adventure Mm -hmm. um in pretty much all of the games like there's always some very small exposition at the beginning and then they just throw you out into like tackling these dungeons or these shrines in the case of breath of the wild but yeah, I yeah. think it's just the even though Zelda's also don't have a lot of story to them, like it's it's generally the same thing each game, like the same same themes. Um, and that's like I think that's one of the things I liked about Wind Waker too, is because I, correct me if I'm wrong, but up until that point, you didn't have you never had a sibling. Yeah. So Wind Waker that's felt true. different in because it didn't start out going. Um, okay you're like the chosen you're like the something. reincarnation of the chosen hero yeah. like it's it was like your sister got kidnapped yeah like you're Go just find a dude. your sister <laughs> yeah they make you seem like just a dude living on an yeah. island and then your grandma's like oh here's some green 
some green clothing that our ancestors wore. <laughs> yeah. You should wear these when you go get your sister. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I'll do it. You're just like, uh, okay. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> but yeah, for the longest time in that game, they don't act like it's a Zelda game at all, at yeah, least in the beginning. So for sure. But and I would say even the oh, way the wor- even the way the world looks too. I was just gonna say like it like because everything's underwater at that point. Yeah. And so it's it just the looks like a side. Yeah, it just looks like a foreign world. Yeah. So and then I would say my favorite aspect is your weapons or mm-hmm. tools that you get. Oh, that's a good one. So, and that kind of, to me, that got changed up. Yeah, they got really (laughs) changed up in Breath of the Wild. But prior to that, it was like, I always enjoyed, like, where's my hook shot? I'm like, where's my hook shot? Real quick, this (laughs) is why you would love A Link Between Worlds, because that, that is what the game is about um so if you just real quick if you don't know if you hadn't like going to the dungeons to get your weapon no so a link between worlds there's this vendor he's like a rabbit he essentially rents you all of the tools uh in the game okay so you can go to him pick a tool and then like decide which dungeon you want to go to type of thing um and i forget if you can have multiple tools at once or something like that um but as you go through like he kind of unlocks more tools for the harder dungeons and that type Mm -hmm. of thing but it's really kind of like about the tools like they're all designed really well and like the dungeons are designed around them as usual yeah um but yeah you definitely gotta try that game out at some point okay i'm definitely looking into it and i will talk about i like how uh, phantom it was phantom hourglass and spirit tracks kind of changed up the gameplay mechanics in that aspect Mm -hmm. because it's like with the hourglass they really brought in the stylus and drawing like you you drawing lines that whole game was Um, uh touch controlled right like you couldn't walk with the d with the uh the d-pad or the stick or anything there was Um, no stick back then i thought you had to walk with the stylus no i don't think you had to walk with the stylus but you had to you had to draw like your boomerangs path yeah yeah and stuff like that that. um but i think you could walk but you could use like it was like you're walking with the stick but then you're using the stylus to like determine your actual camera direction got you okay um so i appreciate that (laughs) and then like yeah same for me and with spirit tracks i remember it like when you would actually the travel mechanism um you had to actually like build the the track track direction yeah and I know some people didn't like that, but I, I like Spirit Tracks. I don't think I beat it. Like, I think I stopped, like, at the boss fight because it was just, like, yeah. three rounds. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to fight two <laughs> rounds again and then lose in the third, third round. One, yeah, I didn't beat and that boss either. Over. Or I didn't beat that uh, game either. Yeah. So, but, yeah, also. I like those two iterations, too. Um, and I think I think Zelda is always a tight package as mm. a game like you kind of know what you're gonna get even if it's new like there's some things you can rely on yeah and it's sure. like the one thing i will complain about in breath of the wild with the traveling is like the horse Sucks. is really not convenient yeah, at all it's horrible um even when you've got their like loyalty way up it's yeah. like a lot of times you got to get off and wander and then he's too far for you to whistle for him mm-hmm and it, so it doesn't do like, like the witcher does where you just turn turn around and whistle and he pops up off screen <laughs> i wish yeah, it was like Dead. that yeah i wish it was like that yeah but unfortunately it's not or that, aggro in yeah. uh yeah oh uh, what am i uh, colossus. colossus yeah shadow of the colossus yeah. video games we don't care if the horse is that realistic to where it runs to you from across the entire planet yeah i just need it when i need to go somewhere that's far away and running sucks look if built when you give me a fuck a friggin stamina meter and i gotta like come on 
look if it it was up to me i would design all horse games when i press the whistle button it just appears under me i'm already on it (laughs) like that's (laughs) all we just want to we just want to get to where we're going we don't care about how our our ride is getting there yeah (laughs) but nah but that's like that was one of my biggest complaints just for like traversing the world so it's like when i was in an area like day and then like in most zelda games you, when you're in an area you're in that area till mm-hmm. you're done with yeah. this one it's not like that because mm-hmm. you can leave pretty much at any time and you're probably going to be to get like materials and, and do side quests and all that type of stuff exactly um, so. my thing what i would do i would like just teleport to the closest tower and just glide i would glide as close to wherever i'm going as i could and then i'll just run the rest of the way like that's right. literally what i did <laughs> yeah i would just i would warp to like the high tower and then just mm-hmm. just, just glide glide down thank god they put the glider in it not just the horse yeah that was a good but that call. was another thing that was a pain in the butt in wind waker when you didn't have the ability to control all the wind directions yet oh yeah and you had to sail a certain direction if the wind wasn't blowing in that direction you just put the sail down yeah yeah like your boat would just be like just (laughs) cruising along at the slowest speed possible yeah um Um, but oh and that's one thing i forgot to mention another thing that brings me into that game so much is that um i grew up so hard on ocarina of time and the music in that game oh, and yeah. then Classic. you you like semi being a conductor in wind waker i thought awesome. is just hilarious and yeah. you're conducting the classic songs yeah you're <laughs> conducting the wind the it's storm. like you can just play a song whenever you want exactly <laughs> you don't even gotta um, be solving a puzzle um, yeah so we don't have that uh, we don't have that ocarina type uh, tool in breath of the wild right nah you don't to be honest you don't hear a lot of the classic music period uh you hear the sound effects like opening a chest and a door and stuff i like want to say you hear it around the map or you do hear bits of the lost wood theme just kind of randomly in the lost yeah. woods i think you do <laughs> yeah um, so but yeah but since yeah. we're in, since we're in breath of the wild i kind of just wanted to like just have a little discussion about how it holds up because if we look back was it two years old now i think um Tw- uh no it might be three because i thought it came out in march 26 yeah it was a launch game for the switch yeah. um so, so i think yeah. it's three years old dang three years so yeah everybody that's was why i'm like it. i have a beat i feel terrible I know. but it's so big it is it's huge everybody and there's was... so many just little secrets just Whoa. little things that you walk by freaking and that turns seeds. into like a two-hour adventure yeah those stupid koroks yeah those, <laughs> I, it took me like <laughs> my like half of my first playthrough to figure out what those even were like what those <laughs> no. puzzles were what yeah. those blocks were i, th- I want to say i had to look it up i'm not even gonna lie and then there's like um, the crazy lady uh, that's somewhere around Hyrule. It's like if you walk through her flowers, she like makes your life a living you. nightmare. Yeah, yeah, she makes you walk there's, through like the path. She makes you take the path. <laughs> there's so <laughs> much like random events in it's that weird. game. It's weird. Um, For a Zelda game, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I say that's why I think I like Wind Waker. Here is like that. You're just out there. You're just discovering it things. is you're discovering but the game still guides you you know what i mean you're not getting like like this breath game, of the wild yeah like breath of huh which one wind waker like breath of you the wild doesn't really guide gu- you <laughs> i think wind waker guides you because like you have to go there's only so many islands in the world whereas breath of the wild is like just a map and everything on the entire map you can go to literally you know but that's why it's the same wind waker is just a it's a grid map it's exactly like breath of the wild it's just a grid map yeah but most of it's ocean so i mean like Mm. like to for for the purpose of traveling (laughs) you know what i mean like breath of the wild 
there's islands and ships that only appear during certain phases of the moon that's very true yeah that's true <laughs> that's true like I don't, I don't know i'm laughing because i'm like i didn't realize these similarities with this game that's until why, we were talking about it just now i don't feel like though when i played wind waker that i got sidetracked the way i do in breath of the wild i did because i'm like i just remember there were so many islands that had like these weird little crystals and i spent mm. hours like turning into a seagull trying to fly <laughs> over the, the island yeah. yeah like shooting arrows at, yeah. like from miles away trying to like hit these switches to figure out what this one island does because there's no people on this island yeah part of it might you have know, just been because so. i was younger back then too when i yeah. last time i played it because they won't freaking remaster it um Nintendo. <laughs> and there's the whole well they did do a hd remaster one time they haven't done anything for switch yet yeah yeah it was on wii u which nobody had <laughs> and there was the whole thing of like the, the one island is like this little girl would appear during one special night and you had to like follow her and if she caught you then you had to wait till that next night because they wouldn't yeah. let you redo it like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it I'm just thinking as far as like random, just random, like random not stuff. NPC telling you go to this next mountain or yeah, go yeah. to this next person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I can agree with that. Um, but yeah, but really all I was trying to get to was Breath of the Wild. Everybody gave it a 10. But I at, after like sitting on it for a while, playing through it, I got to give Breath of the Wild like a seven. I'm Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'd say it's a a hard seven and a half i can confidently say i do not want the rest of the series to be this exact type of game like you yeah, know how for a while zelda followed a formula and now breath of the wild switched up the formula yeah. i don't want this to be the new formula like it was cool for this game I, and honestly i hope the next game is actually something different but yeah. just in the same engine um, and i think too it's like i feel like they had with the other games it's like they had a very succinct story they were trying to tell yeah and it's like this one it's like all right now we've established like this world this mythos yeah. the history like now we can just let you run around in it yeah so i'm like a part of me thinks that like we might like we'll get this part two and then after that we might get a like a more not closed game but like a more straight straightforward yeah yeah i think my thing was zelda i think i really like the guidance um in zelda um, with like a hint of openness kind of like ocarina of time and twilight princess like you have the hub area and then you kind of go yeah from there. and they kind of hint at you with riddles i like that's the one thing i like about zelda is that it's like they have highlighted words and riddles <laughs> yeah, to help yeah. you figure out where you're supposed to go exactly and do you feel this way too that breath of the wild feels a lot less inhabited than like an ocarina in in games like yes. that like and i don't know why because there's a lot of towns in breath of but the I wild but i feel like that's deliberate because we're in this period of like destruction yeah, yeah. Um, and rebuilding yeah i don't know it's just and it's, it's like essentially if all the champions died 100 years ago like they could still literally be rebuilding because we don't know oh, yeah. what the level we don't know the destruction that happened and it looks like there's ruins everywhere right like it, yeah. it's a lot everything a lot in between the towns is just barren like uh and little wildlife here and there and then monsters right. just everywhere ganon's monsters right um but moblins yeah i don't know other than that i think two other things that i didn't really like um we touched on the items like breath of the wild they kind of give you like four or five items key items at the very start and then you have those to solve all of the puzzles for the rest of mm -hmm. the game um i think part of that 
kind of made it feel a little stale to me after a while like because you're not constantly getting new items um you're talking about breath of the wild yeah yeah whereas in yeah you're kind of just upgrading how much you can carry exactly and the whole time all you're really picking up is food weapons and armor right now yeah. and then don't even get me started the cooking system yeah uh, i'm not a fan of cooking in a game that's super not about frustrating yeah. yeah it's just not clear because it's yeah. like you might figure out a recipe but like Dubious. i was just like yeah because it's like just try it's like oh just test things out and it's like do you know how many resources i wasted just trying to mix things together and <laughs> now i have all these dubious concoctions yeah like now with these weird pixelated <laughs> yeah it's uh censored because it's so nasty yeah it was like gross yeah, but, yeah. cooking i wish there was a little more guidance with that at least if you're gonna have it in the game um what else did i have and and let me not say all negative things because for it's not i don't think that you're necessarily saying like you're not saying like oh this game is bad you guys don't yeah. realize it it's like no you're just saying like it's to to you personally it's not a 10 out of 10 yeah for sure yeah um, which I, I i agreed with yeah i will say though that the for an open world game they did do some like groundbreaking things with like being able to literally for go an anywhere. open world zelda game like in itself is crazy yeah and the the mechanic of being able to go everywhere and climb everything literally on the map yeah like i love i always love in a game where it's like you can point to the top of that mountain and you and that because that's one of the things we're excited about in death stranding is like mm -hmm. you can go wherever you want yeah and it like so, i don't know about you but that like it makes me look at every other open world game differently like i played red dead afterwards i'm like oh i wish i could just go over this mountain as opposed to walking and taking this trail all the way around you know what i mean like that mm -hmm. type of thing um so i definitely gotta give them give them a lot of credit for that um, yeah but other than that i think the the shrines i didn't like a lot um there's Not, so many it's so many that i don't mind but the the i think they could have maybe put more into the design of them if there were going to be that many because they all well, i will feel give them the credit i will give them credit for giving you the ability to create a warp point without completing the dungeon that i do appreciate yeah. because then when i want to when i'm like all right i need some and i want to go back mm -hmm. i can just warp to all those dungeons that i already went to but didn't necessarily complete yeah and that's good so game I'll, design. i'll give them a plus plus for that yeah because nobody likes backtracking <laughs> no uh, let's be honest um but yeah I wish... not on a not in a system where you can only create like five uh uh bookmarks on your map <laughs> exactly and your horse is never close enough to call no um <laughs> but yeah I, I just hope in the next game they get really like out there with the dungeons again like because and let us let us repair our weapons please, please. if you're gonna have durability, no just don't have durability just... no you can have durability but let me repair it no du durability let me have the option to repair it i stand here saying durability is <laughs> literally maybe the worst mechanic in video games it doesn't make me mad it's that's so all i'm pointless. gonna say because because it's, it's so either pointless. it's like yeah it's either you have weapons you can't lose it all yeah or you have weapons you can lose but you have the ability to pick up more but yeah the durability doesn't bother me it's just like when i get a really good axe like let me just hold on to it and take care of it if i can you know yeah d definitely because uh, i don't know i kind of found myself not using weapons i liked because i didn't want them to break you know what i mean so it's like i'm just sitting on this weapon for no reason um type of thing so yeah i think they could probably go back on on that um 
but other than that, yeah, the the I hope they and shy away I'm from that. I'm saying that, that as somebody who's stuck in the the or not stuck, but I'm in the in the uh the Gorons area, so where all my stuff is just catching fire constantly. <laughs> yeah, that's. And it's uh, like if I accidentally pull my torch out, my torch is just on fire. Yeah, it's like a mad sprint to the Goron town, so you can get yeah. the armor to not burst into flames. But it's like even the even with the armor on, it's like your weapons are still just burning, burning, just yeah, burning. <laughs> I'm so. like, I remember I was trying to glide off a tower, and like mid flight, I just caught on fire. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. Um, yeah, exactly. Because I was just like, ah, ah, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> like, it took me fire? a minute to realize what was happening. <laughs> and then I have to like restart my save so, and all that. But um, yeah, like I think that was a good, that was a good, nice little Zelda discussion. Yeah, yeah. Not to, I, I didn't mean to be like sound negative about it, but a seven, a seven isn't bad. Like I just don't think it's up. I don't think it. I wouldn't put it in my top five Zelda games. Yeah, it's just not. I don't um, think. It's just not our favorite. Yeah. I'm glad they tried something different, though. I hope they keep trying. Yeah, it was solid. It's yeah. still solid. Yeah, I don't think there will ever really be a bad, bad Zelda game. Um, But yeah, we're about then, out of time. I was going to say, do you want to, can we just talk about Attack on Titan real quick? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So, quick anime corner, guys, because Attack on Titan was popping all last week we holy finally, crap we finally we're finally in the basement we finally got to the basement we finally finally got a friggin' explanation i, to I i'm glad i didn't bet money on this i didn't think we were making it this season uh, i felt like we had to because i'm like it, they're just dragging us they were dragging us along so hard mm-hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna start this season off with a screenshot of the basement <laughs> yeah. the theme the theme song yep. is gonna end on a shot of the basement, the basement. every time mm-hmm. you gotta show us the basement that would have been a super so how about Alright, so we're in spoiler territory. I'm just going to say that real quick. I'm just going to give everyone a chance to turn this off if you don't want to talk about Attack on Titan spoilers. Because the simple fact that the Beast Titan is Aaron's brother. That's crazy. Is blowing my mind. That's crazy. <laughs> I did not I didn't think Aaron's dad was that old cuz the I, I, I thought the Beast Titan dude was like in his 40s. So yeah, I, I guess I thought he I'm was like the same that. age as his dad. Yeah, so I guess I just But maybe that that's just confused. facial hair. Yeah, yeah. Um but that's that's insane. But I, I was, was like, okay. Does he know? He doesn't know, right? No. Okay. So neither of them know. Like because we Z- don't know, we don't. We're, I'm assuming. So the last episode was a flashback into Grisha's childhood. Yeah. So I'm assuming that this is somebody reading the journal, but we don't know who's reading the journal. Yeah, I would. I would assume like they just didn't want to. Like this is their way of telling us what's in the in the journal, essentially. Yeah. Um. And so, like, okay, I just want to before I mess this up. What, what did you get? as the explanation as to why uh, so, everything is the way that it is <laughs> so i got explain attack on titan to me <laughs> so this is my maybe the one thing that i didn't like i feel like they sidestepped the whole where the titans came from and this at the same time is the best explanation we're ever gonna get <laughs> um so what i got was that titans came from there was some precursor like human like early human who 
came in contact with i guess i don't know a titan or some god or something she somehow mm-hmm. randomly got this power to turn into a titan Ymir. and then yeah ymir but not our mm-hmm. ymir right like no this is a different this ymir. is okay. a, this is the old ymir yeah okay they just happen to have the same name yeah um, i'm assuming she's named after but yeah they essentially say she just like it was they're doing the thing where it's like it was so far back that nobody really knows but the legend says that yeah. she got this power and then she essentially started this family and this line of people who could shift into Titans and so all the were, other Titans came from her. There were nine original Titan, uh, according yeah, to uh, this Titan story. shifters. Yeah. Right. Um, and then presumably from her bloodline, uh, when people of her bloodline come into contact with the, any Titan spinal fluid, they turn into a Titan. So all the Titans are of her bloodline right um but that to me isn't a real explanation of where they came from because it's like we know as much as the characters in the show know type of thing mm-hmm. um so my my confusion is not there it's yeah. the part after that so uh, they the guy the guy who's telling us this story is grisha's dad i think yeah i think that's and he, he's telling the story to grisha because they are descendants of these titan shifters right. but they are no- also known as eldians yeah yeah but the these descendants currently live in the realm of the marley people and the marley are the regular humans right but when the t- back when ymir and the nine titans existed they they were fighting the Marleys and the lost. Eldians. The, the Marleys and the Eldians were fighting. The Eldians, uh, no, the Marleys originally owned the land. Like they were, I presume, the natives. The Eldians, I think. Oh, wait, no. Because this is the part, what I'm saying this for is the part where I get lost is when the walls. So the Eldian yeah. king builds the three walls yeah. and moves all the Eldians there. Yeah. But leave some of them, like refugees, leave some of them in the Marley. And these are Grisha's ancestors. Yeah. The ones that get left behind. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is where I get lost because then the Marley with the left behind refugees of the Eldians were turning them into Titans to use them as weapons? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. So this goes back to I'm pretty sure the Eldians conquered the Marleys. Marleys came back and defeated the eldians so the eldians had to retreat to this last island which is where but the, the walls only exist. people the only people that can be triggered to turning into right. titans are eldians so so the marley's won the war so they probably kept maybe eldians as slaves or maybe they right ra- maybe there were children that they raised up just that's as a why part they of their wearing, culture that's why they were wearing those arm patches right um, i think and then the eldians that break the law or whatever they just take them to the island that the rest of the eldians are on behind the wall turn them into titans and basically just throw them to wander forever on this island surrounding the walls yeah um and i don't think we know why the why did the eldian king or why like inside the walls did they want the people not to know about what was outside the walls that i don't get that's where i'm lost too and that's kind of where we get cut off because we see that grisha everyone on the wall gets turned into a titan including his first wife yeah who is who was, the smiling titan and she's a direct royal descendant of the yeah. eldians and the one who ate aaron's mom 
That's okay. That's what I was gonna ask because I was yeah. like, is that the one that ate Aaron's mom or yeah. the one that ate Aaron? So Aaron's what grandmother ate his mom. No, that's his. No, mo- that's, that's his Zeke's. father's first yeah. wife. Okay, yeah, that's that's Zeke's mother because they yeah. both have yellow hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, uh, <coughs> but yeah, I think that's where we're that's left confusing. at is that they're they were the one he gets everyone gets thrown off the wall except for him and then some officer that's i guess is a double agent like saves him i think he i th- what i got from that was he was just tired of homeboy being a scumbag so okay. he just kicked him. he was like yo you're not gonna keep doing this cowardice like type stuff in front of me so he just like yeah gave him the boot he might have been yeah. a double agent i don't know we didn't it's it kind of cut off right after it that. just cut off and yeah. we didn't get no episode this week oh, so are you serious Hold up. I checked. I didn't see one. Today? No. Was that the last episode? They says there's one more, but it doesn't it's not like a real episode title. Oh dang. I gotta check after this. I'm gonna be sad if there's no episode this week. But yeah, because <laughs> I, I looked on Wednesday and I didn't see one. And no. the last air date said the twenty seventh. So there might be one this coming Wednesday. No. Why? Um, but yeah, so that's where we are. But my mind just, I had to watch that explanation four times. My brain yeah, it was, was like lot. exploding. I had to go back exploding. and read it to, to make sure I had it like understood <laughs> I know, correctly. Cause it was like all of a sudden when the explanation started, like a paragraph of text just appeared on the yeah. screen and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. They, they literally just dumped all of the secrets of the world on us in one episode. <laughs> I wasn't about, expecting it. That was a it. dump. That was a dump. Because you think that's going to happen in the episode titled The Basement. <laughs> yeah. It was well done, though. Like, it, I don't it think was it was very well done. It didn't feel rushed. Um, no. But that kind of no, makes no. me curious. It only like, took us six years to get here. Yeah, it doesn't even seem like it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's really crazy to think about. Um, that's the part that's blowing my mind. I'm like, it's been six years and we're finally understanding what's happening in this show. Yeah, but like, what do what do we think they're gonna go from here? Do we think it, they're gonna be trying to get out of the walls? Do we think they're it's gonna be the two the Eldians versus the Marleys think, type of thing again? I think it's gonna be a discussion of how do, how do we does this information get released? Yeah. Do, are they going to tell the people that, hey, all of you can turn into Titans. Like, we can all be Titans. Yeah. But not Titan shifters. Right. Only nine of them can be those. Um, which also, that answers a question that I think we were talking about last week or the week before or something like that, where um, we weren't sure whether the Titan powers were consistent, you know what I mean, through whoever uses it. But it turns out they are. Like, the Titan isn't uh unique to the person well it's i was like what if they itself. what if they could only have like nine that have like Shifting special powers, powers. yeah because yeah. who was they showed who they showed whose aaron's titan came from didn't they the original titan that's the the ymir oh okay okay that's yeah. where his form comes from that's why everybody wants him uh, okay he's like the the founder like most powerful yeah and can control all the other ones all right but yeah so i'm gonna leave that there because one punch man is not doing anything yeah they're really not <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what they're doing and it's making I'm me sorry. i don't think the it's story making you're... me wish my hero was back oh yeah that that trailer dropped though that's coming soon yeah i need to watch that trailer i was scared to watch it you're scared <laughs> i was scared oh man yeah i'm hyped for my hero though i'm super hyped yeah. but all right guys uh with that i think that brings us to the end of this week for sure for sure 
um if you like the show if you hated the show if you want to add in on our zelda discussion you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com that's sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can find us on the twitter and i am at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j 21 and i am at yo tisler and as always you can find us on itunes spotify google play stitcher tune in and Castbox. and please rate us wherever you listen as we will appreciate it and we will continue to bring you this hype content thanks for watching guys all right or listening we'll i see said you watching next week. <laughs> see ya. are we gonna watch are we gonna watch huh? x-men are we gonna watch x-men phoenix dark phoenix yeah uh, we really haven't mentioned we've just like not talked about that <laughs> i really don't want to like, <laughs> i feel like and i can spend- <laughs> yeah, i really don't want to <laughs> we'll see you next week <laughs> see y'all see y'all see ya.